The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. You're watching The Dorkening. Stay tuned. Hey there true believers, on this episode, we celebrate May the 4th with a special Star Wars celebration. Along with us reminiscing about our favorite movies, we will discuss the 2015 series Darth Vader, in his first series following the Sith Lord after, A New Hope. Plus we learn how C-3PO received his red arm. And how can we not celebrate the day without talking holiday special, with a Boba Fett cartoon now on Disney+. That, and a lot more awesomeness following these important messages. Justice to right that which is wrong and to serve all mankind. So the only thing left to say, of course, is the one obvious thing. Excelsior! Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Hello, hello. Welcome to Splash Pages, the comic book club. And uh, I need to say this. I want to say this. May the 4th be with you. The holiest of holidays. And uh, this is going to be an awesome show. Can't wait to get this started. Sorry we're running a few minutes late. But as always, Velvet Joker, how's it going, my friend? Very good. May the 4th be with everyone today. You excited about tonight? I'm excited about doing a good show, and I'm excited about reading about Darth Vader. There we go. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I, I sense a presence I have not felt in a long time. <laughs> oh, hello there. Hey, the Obi-Wan! Let's do this. Oh, Let's nice. Do this, guys. Nice. Is that a uh, master replica one? Yes, it is. We'll get to that. Don't worry. We will. This is it, a from a bygone era. We did you Don't see worry. the Did you see the one uh, released today? That Disney show? No, I did not. But like I said, that's what our fans are here for, so they can know and spend that money. Uh, actually, I don't think you can buy it yet. But uh, Justin, how's it going? It's going great. I uh, got my Mandalorian shirt on. Awesome. I'm oh, sorry. I. I oh. uh, uh, okay. Comments are gone. You can show now. <laughs> okay. Got the Mandalorian shirt on. Ready to go. Nice. Nice. The band's all here. Awesome. Uh, I have. Uh, well, it's been up. Uh, my Ada and Falcon. You also have uh, Solo and Carbonite. Also, Baby Yoda. And uh, yeah, this is going to be an awesome show. And we want to hear from everybody in the chat. You know, it's our love of Star Wars. A ton of people watching right now. So we want to know, you know, what's your favorite Star Wars storyline, uh, whether it's the comic, the movies, the shows, anything. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's what did you guys do today to celebrate? Lots of Darth Vader comic uh, books. Yeah. 
Yeah, I uh, I wore a shirt that was Star Wars related and was subtle in my admiration. Also, I got to take this off. It's hot as Tatooine in this thing. Holy oh, Jesus. Oh, uh, Angelina oh. says, I want to say good. Uh, good. Keep going, guys. Uh, Angelina says, I want to say goodbye for a while. We'll miss you all. Where are you going, Angelina? Or is uh, you just going to sleep since it's late over there in the UK? Uh, oh, uh, I don't know. Robert, the rise of Skywalker. Wow. Uh, yes, I, I partook of the rise of Skywalker today. You did? I did. Awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a nice leafy blend. Uh, made me feel good and robust. Oh, that Skywalker. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just... <laughs> We're going to have to do that thing where we divide... The, the talking, because I, we have to talk about the films, then our, our reading, and then whatever, because I have thoughts. Okay. So, so, so many thoughts. <laughs> so many thoughts. Uh, you must be a real fan. Well, um, full disclosure, I'm a Trek fan before a Star Wars fan, but I do love both. Yeah. Same here. Okay. Same here. Yes, I knew Leo. Nanu, <laughs> nanu. Yeah, all there right. you go. We'll, well yeah, yeah. If you if you you know close the thumb, you know you got Nanu Nano right there. <laughs> Ooh, marvelous, fantastic. <laughs> you know, I, I I was gonna do something very obscene, and I was like, yeah, if you move one other thing, but I was like, you know what? I know we said mature eighteen, but this is Star Wars, and this is wholesome. Yeah, you know, it's only it's only dirty when you're watching it in the holidays. Oh, totally. Uh, oh. you know. Uh, so I started today with, uh, what was it? Um, did you watch The Force Awakens from its nap? Yes. Yes, I did with Maggie. Yeah. What did you think? Oh, that was so much fun. Yeah. Is it Baby Gerald with the uh, with the one eyebrow? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the... Uh, um, <laughs> that was a riot. Yeah, Darth Maul. Um, and did you see uh, one of the kids, like, was Kylo in the background? I'm going to watch it again because I didn't oh, notice th- there's that. There's so many hidden Easter eggs in it. It's just crazy crazy uh and i love where uh so uh uh rich did you watch it i know you have disney i have no idea what you're talking about at all so, so it's the same spe- so it's a special on disney plus uh it's a three minute special and uh-huh. it's uh it's the force awakens from its nap it's the story of uh maggie going to like daycare and it's all Star Wars related. Uh, you know, the bad kids are put in a timeout. They're put into a carbon freeze and then hung up. It, it's it's hilarious. <laughs> okay. I'll have to check that out. Oh, Angelina, sorry to see you go Same. away. Uh, she says, I won't be watching for a while. Well, we, we wish you the best. And, uh, you know, it's uh, hopefully it's nothing serious where, where you're going to be gone for a while. But we uh, we eagerly wait to, to see you back in the chat. Yes. Much love. Much love all the way to UK. Okay. Heart emojis. Heart emojis. Totally. Yeah, Bigs. Yeah, we we love seeing her in the chat. She's uh, she's there all the time. A lot of people are, and you know we love seeing that. Uh, so you have the 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 lightsaber. Uh, what make is that? You said. Uh, this is a saber forge. Saber actually. forge. Oh yes, yes, yes. Saber yeah. forge. So nice. I didn't. I I did not. Yep. This is the stage combat. So if I hit somebody with it, it's not going to break them and the lightsaber. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah. And then me and my, my, my girlfriend, she has the Sith one. So naturally, we're a great combo. So, you know, a little darkness, a little light. Perfect relationship. I mean, Rich gets it. Absolutely. You know? 
all about the darkness. Yeah, that is <laughs> all about the light. That is you know what? I'm just yeah. That's wicked bright. The uh, I have the the Force FX, but like the really old ones when they first wow. came out. Um, and they're yeah, they're totally not Line. as bright. Any sound, Drew, or just light? No, I just went with the light because Saber Forge takes so goddamn long to finally get to you. Like they're backed up for months. Wow. I was just like, listen, I, I, I'm going to hear John Williams in the background when I'm playing the, when I'm wielding this thing. And in my head, just, you know, just get my folio artist on. Because I was go. like, no one's going to care. No one's going to care. All they want to see is me looking badass. And it's funny because sometimes I'll practice with it outside. And if my neighbors didn't already know I'm a nerd, seeing that outside in Twilight is going to just really hammer that. They were like... And that's the nerdy neighbor. It's okay. It's fine. Uh, it's harmless. Robert says some lightsabers can be cheap. They uh they can. It's true. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, what Disney released yep. today, they released footage of the actual uh, lightsabers that will be used by the actors in the park. They developed cool. a special one that actually retracts. Oh, that's cool. I'll, I'll talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to find the footage and show you guys. It is. Have you guys <laughs> been to the park yet? I got to go last January. Uh, no. James no. just went. It's pretty fun. Like uh, the the cool thing is, I guess the uh, X wing that they used on the set in the Mandalorian is on display there as like a permanent display. It's pretty cool. You can walk by a. Um, I mean, you're pretty far back, but they have like a character actress dressed like Ray who's like tooling around with it. And then it's all well and good until you walk around the corner and you see the Millennium Falcon. You just about drop a load in your shorts. You're like, uh. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. So what I'm hearing is we'd make a fortune if we were selling star shorts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there we go. Good call. I'm just, I, I had to go there. Oh, oh, hey, look, you know, technology. Some of our good budget at work here. Look at this little video. Yeah, play it. Oh, wait, wrong series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leo, we're still dealing with delays here. Oh, so you can That was great. Four scenes. Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, are you guys able to see it or no? Yeah, but I can't tell. Is that animated or is that actual person? That's an actual wow. person. Yeah. That's an actual person. Yeah, I'll, I'll play, That's a real it, person. play it again. Okay. Yep, it's slow-mo. Happy fourth, bitches. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that is good. It is so slick. Like, oh, God, that is gorgeous. It is so slick how it yeah. happens. I, I they, they they need to, like, find it. And the, and the model is good, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now I'm now I'm cheap, but yeah, what, yeah, would, no, what would you guys pay? What would you pay for that? <sighs> That's got to be over 200 bucks at least. Uh-uh. Oh, the ones out now like are 500 over bucks. Yeah, probably. Five, must be 200 bucks. Mine was, I think, about two fifty, and that inc- I think it's been so long. Like I f- sometimes forget I have it, and then I look, and I'm like, "Oh right, there was a time," yeah. and you know. <laughs> uh, this will anytime still it follow. snows. <laughs> hey, Mark Stencil. Yeah, uh, thank you. Uh, uh, Mark's, hey. Yeah, we had uh, Mark on last week. Has an awesome series of uh, of books. Actually, I'll bring up the info right there. Uh, Hacksmith lightsaber is insane. Uh, and uh, that's what we were just looking at. Yeah, Robert says if you want the top-notch lightsaber, you'll pay high. I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. We should have asked Mark last week if uh, anyone in Dominion will be using lightsabers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Laser Oh, laser saber. Yeah, you got to avoid those uh, that copyright infringement. You know, you don't want you don't want George Lucas to suddenly say, "Hey, uh, you don't want the might of Disney oh, uh, stomping you like a little slug." <laughs> and they will too, even when you know uh, when I was doing like decals and stuff. Uh, they were there were stories that like Disney sent people out to like flea markets to find people doing like copyright infringement on their stuff. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Don't, else, don't, man, yeah. don't So I have to I have to start this. Yes. It's May fourth. Let's start this. Getting super controversial here. What is your favorite Star Wars? Now you can both answer that is either your favorite Star Wars movie or your favorite Star Wars show. So either one. Round the table. Let's start that up. Leo, you go first. Ah. Uh, I'd have to say favorite. Uh, okay, uh, Mandalorian. Easily Mandalorian. I rewatched the last episode today, and I still cry my eyes out. All right, and so that's your show. But what's your movie, Leo? Uh, favorite of the movies? Yeah. Uh, Empire. Empire. Well, I agree. Empire as well. Yeah. Um. Damn. And Mandalorian. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right, Leo. I couldn't agree more. I was thinking about it for a second. I was like, yeah, he's right. He's absolutely right. Anyone else? Uh, Justin. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna break the I'm gonna break the mold here. Um, my favorite is uh, Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, we're into something that just reminded me of that, and I'm gonna go with you guys. Show wise, Mandalorian, hands goddamn down. John Favreau is doing for Star Wars what he did for MCU. Yep. He is just saving it, saving it, sending it in new directions, and I'm like, thank you, sir. Right. So, so good, Justin. At, at risk of saying the exact same thing that you said my answer will be the battle for endor the battle for endor yeah wow great movie starring uh wilford brimley the late wilford brimley yeah god wait 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 hold on hold on on. guys hold on justin did you just confirm the ewok movies that they are indeed not only real but coming to disney plus they're on Disney. They're, yeah, just they're to on. let you all know. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. Now people know that. I didn't. Yeah. So great. But yeah. Um, wow, I, I was going to say the same Ewok thing about movie? Mandalorian, by the way. But um, Ewok movie, come on. You got the Ewoks. Come on. Wilford Brimley, Crazy Glider, and like the Land of the Lost TV series graphics. I mean, it's so <laughs> terribly good and bad at the same time and just wondrous. So, so, so answer me this. Why is that your favorite? Wilford Brimley is amazing. He is. So that's that's I'm, I'm gonna go for it. And and I mean Ewoks like oh, oh. just being <laughs> the sorry, kind of kid that grew up during um you know Return of the Jedi and all that that was kind of huge. And then it felt like this was more of a kids approachable thing. I mean I was born in eighty one, so mm-hmm. it's like I was on the younger side of Return of the Jedi. So, you know, the Ewoks were everything to us as little kids. Probably how some people are like that with Jar Jar. I'm oh, sorry. Ex- well, you know? no, no. I, I was going to bring that up. That's why I asked is, you know, with Star Wars spanning so many years, you know, our first memory of Star Wars is, you know, most likely our, our favorite or something where, where no matter how bad it could have been. We're going to just hold on to it like Empire. You know, I remember um, wanting to see Empire so bad. I saw it at commercials. I wanted to see it in a theater and 
Uh, I guess I was too young. They thought I would have been too scared because he had that creature like coming out and grabbing the falcon. Um, and I never got to see it in the theater. I had to wait years and years to finally see that movie. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's what you what you grow up with, what you're, you know, you're yearning for, you know. Right. I got to yeah. see that in the theater last year, and I was so oh, nice. excited to finally see the guy running by on screen with the ice cream maker. Now, Justin, now being an Ewok fan, as you, uh, you self-proclaimed, um, how do you feel? about the fact that they eat people they definitely eat people absolutely there's there's skulls in those drums and all that and they were going to eat leia right yeah you know they're going to eat everybody yeah they were going to feast on oh oh speaking of the the gods i'm sorry no no it's all good rich i totally agree with you on that justin there is this fan film i forgot i forgot what it's called but i'm sure you can find on youtube where somebody did like a stormtrooper lost on Endor. And I think it was after the empire fell and he's like lost and he's freaking out and he's like hallucinating. He thinks he's hearing like them on his, the death star on his receiver and just he's basically being stalked by Ewoks. I love and that. And it is for a fan film, it is actually like well done. Oh, it's wow. beautifully choreographed. It's got like that nice, it's kind of like if Star Wars did Jaws, but instead of a shark, it's fuzzy little bears with spears <laughs> who are gonna roast and eat you. So that's great. personally, yeah. I I don't know what's more terrifying for me. A space shark is pretty frightening because sharks in space, that's a sci-fi movie. That's probably already happened. It's a Doctor but... Who episode, a Christmas episode. <laughs> there you go. See? But um, it's just so funny. You guys mentioning, like, did you guys love Empire? Don't remember. I love them all. But Empire. And then I think, does anyone remember, like, in Clerks, they were talking about that? Yeah. How, like, mm-hmm. like what was it? It was Randall loved Return of the Jedi. And then Dante was a fan of Empire. And it says a lot about a person's personality. And Dante was like... You know, yeah, Empire, it just ends with a certain, like, it's it's a downer ending, you know? Because that's what's life like. Life is just a big bunch of downer endings. But, you know, Return is just Muppets. And he just goes on this whole thing, and then they debate about the independent contractors yep. that got killed in, <laughs> in uh, the Death Star. And you're all just, like, thinking, really? And I'm like, dude, if you worked a service job, we we talk about dumb shit like this all the time. Yep. Like, this is, that's a, that's a Wednesday oh, yeah. in a service it's job. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, just yeah. want to keep up. We have a bunch of comments. Uh, so Robert says, uh, I agree. Empire. Uh, Schellenberg. Joseph says, A Star Wars Christmas. Uh, <laughs> That's what I giggled at. <laughs> uh, Robert says, I love them all. You know, it, it's, it's, you can't go wrong with Star Wars, you know, bad or good. We love them all. Uh, Jeff Homan from uh, Still Token With. What up, guys? Uh, Robert says, up? Uh, I just don't like to remakes. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, well, not re. They're not remakes. They're you know uh, prequels and sequels and the uh, first one. No, Leo. The first one was totally a remake. Well, yeah, like Force Awakens was essentially yeah. New Hope for a generation, and every that's why everyone loved it. They're like, yes, great. And then the second they did uh, uh, Last Jedi, the second one, everybody lost their goddamn mind. I've yeah. never seen a fandom just go so rabid. You'd think that somebody dropped a piece of meat in a piranha tank. Yeah, it was just frenzy, and then even uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, you know, uh, 
I was just like, okay, like that's again why Mandalorian is so great. It, it none of that has happened. No. We can focus on on a, an unexplored part of the world, and it's just great. Uh, so. Mark Mark says uh, Empire is the best movie. I read Disney is negotiating the return of uh, Gina's return to the Mandalorian. Uh, Joey says nice, and uh, no, Robert says no. they do have a couple remakes. I don't have a problem with her say, coming back. She just needs to figure out what her boss wants to do and not do it. You know, like uh, if they tell you to be quiet, be quiet. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Well, no, I think it's 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 a little bit more than that. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Justin. I think it's mm-hmm. a little bit more than that. I think it's also kind of reading the room. Like I'm not a big fan of censoring people, you know, but honestly, if you know you have a target on your back, like shut up, like lay low, play it cool. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that you have to basically lie, but keep your opinions on the DL off of Twitter when you know people are looking to to dissect it and 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 spin it and and whatnot and you know because that's what the internet does like again i like to remind you it's still technically covid we're still a lot of us are still at home we're bored what are we gonna do instead of reading we're on the internet because that is how trolls are born children (laughs) uh robert says leave the original movies alone i think that's what you meant by remakes uh so yeah so like the lucas edits uh robert do yourself a favor if uh if everybody watching if you have not heard of this uh you may have to uh you know go a little bit into the dark web to find us but uh search for the dark web search for the harmy edition of star wars uh it's otherwise known as the despecialized version start with that it's uh some guy spent years a matter of fact he's still updating it there's still new updates coming out but he originally it was four years of his life recompiling from uh the blu-ray and the dvds and the laser disc to make the ultimate original star wars edition the same one that appeared in the theater um and then the other one if you really go crazy is 4k 77 somebody found an original 35 millimeter print scanned it into 4k and cleaned it up Mm -hmm. and then released it on the internet yeah like like it's not you know uh episode four a new hope it's like just called a new hope it's just okay so i'm sorry to interrupt yeah. again and I, I, I really i'm trying not to guys again we don't have a system where we're like uh ding 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 hi i like to speak um we tried the conch thing and that did not work um but now <laughs> poor piggy, 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 poor piggy. <laughs> those, those flies um piggybacking on on my previous question uh i guess before we get into the comics we read what was the scene that resonated the most like you guys loved empire this guy loved ewoks what was the scene that even as a kid you it just stuck with you you were like that's badass or oh my god i'm never gonna forget like you know what i mean like what was the scene in star wars that caught you the uh the hoth battle the adats just yeah that had me right there my my brother had the uh actually speaking of that the laser disc and uh, I, I went over and he had that playing with, with the Hoth battle. And it was just, mm-hmm. oh my God, just, yeah, that even still, that that's my go-to. Okay, Rich? Yoda training. Can't beat Frank Oz, as a, even as a puppet. Very so, All right, and Justin? Very Justin? The little green guy. I'm going to go with the uh, Weird Al Yankovic song, Yoda, for uh, my answer. Just because even if you marginally like star wars or anything like that this really cements that love you know just uh the parody song of lola by the kinks yo 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 yoda you know that's that for me is the one thing that's like all right i'm always gonna like these movies just because like rudell's my favorite oh yeah so apparently one of our our lovely viewers thinks we need a bell 
like we ring a bell in order to I, I i just feel like yeah robert thinks we need a bell i just see that going wrong yeah yeah it, well like i i, I just imagine ding, 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 ding. i'm like god someone's gonna throw that out of the window well as we do more episodes and we get uh you know uh used to everybody's you know uh we'll 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 work it out you know it, it's uh right. we're, we're all nice enough where we're going to try not to step on anybody and if we hear somebody talk as we're trying to talk we'll you know we'll ease off and say hey drew sorry i didn't mean to step on you go for it thank you um and i guess including my thought mine was i mean it's return of the jedi it's luke on the java barge fight like the second he jumped he cap he did the flips and that green lightsaber came on. That was just badass. That everything from that to Boba Fett to Han and, and Lando and the Scarlet Pit, all that. That was just to me. That is just Star Wars, man. That is just perfect. Nice. So, yeah. What'd you guys think of Solo? I fell asleep on it three times. Did really? you? I, I was like that with Rogue One, so I, I can understand that. Oh, I, I'm the direct opposite. I loved Rogue One. I thought Rogue yeah. One was fantastic, but Solo. Solo, I thought, was, in my opinion, and you guys can contort this or whatever, I felt Solo was good but unnecessary. It was something we weren't really asking about. And I feel some of it was very much like, hey, this worked for Rogue One. Let's do this. Like, hey, let's have that droid with a personality. But, you know, instead of contributing, it just felt excessive. And besides um, Donald Glover, who just killed it at Lando. Oh, yeah, he did. Like, holy crap. Nailed it. Um, well, Paul Bettany, just, right? Oh, yeah. Good. Same thing. He was good. But then it's it's just when you're filling in the details, sometimes it gets oh yeah yeah that was yeah, great. absolutely um I, I just feel my personally it's just if you're gonna fill in the gaps you have to do it in a way that it clicks it's like it, essentially guys you guys have all done legos right if you try putting a lego in where it doesn't belong the whole thing feels off you know or if it's something missing you just you the the person who looks at it is not gonna know you're gonna know that that brick is missing and either you're gonna make peace with it or it's gonna bug the shit out of you so in my opinion rogue one and in mandalorian were good because they filled in blanks so we weren't asked asking for that they did it so well that they made themselves essential that's just how i saw it i don't know how you guys feel how do you guys feel about it uh totally agree i mean rogue one uh i i thoroughly enjoyed uh mark stencil says the uh the last 10 minutes of rogue one epic vader Um, that might have been my answer if I remembered it, because that's that's awesome. That moment where he just—it's complete darkness with the smoke, and then you see the red lightsaber light up. That is amazing. Yeah, and that's one thing we still have never seen—is Vader, you know, at his at his peak. You know, um, what a wonderful segue, Leo, to the comics. Really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, Robert says uh, there was a computer game that had Star Wars characters in it and uh, was Skywalker as a child mm-hmm. and uh, Schellenberg Joseph says seeing Vader saving Luke I always loved that Vader had a spark of love and saved his son uh, let me add share screen and uh, everybody watching we got a bunch of people watching uh, just uh, if you want to put your favorite uh scenes in a chat i'll try my best to get to them you know it's funny when you think about like star wars voices because i feel like yoda is kind of like the christopher walken of star wars voices because i feel like everybody does it everyone does a yoda, it's the yeah. same way yeah. yeah everybody does a yoda and like some people a lot of people try doing like the palpatine or like the vader like those are all like it's kind of like everybody doing an arnold voice like you can do it then there are some people who like nail it so it's always so funny but everyone 
and he's like, oh, do or do not. That is no no try. You're like, okay, fine, that's passable. But then if you do like Palpatine, you got the good, good, let the hate flow through you. You know, you do that know. so like, well. You know, you know, years of, of, of just watching people spiral out of control. Just, <laughs> yes, good. Come take your side. Your I, I like the um, the lesser known ones, like Trollpa. You know, <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or you when people do like Jabba. Yeah. yeah it's like, it's, have, you, have you ever seen like Bill Hader do Jabba? It's the yeah. funniest thing. It's, oh, he's the he's best. so into it, but he's just doing the whole thing, even doing like him getting choked out. The ah. I'm like, he does oh a good God, gizmo are... too from Gremlins, which is kind of oh astounding. God, yeah. So sorry, I got I got lost in, in impressions because he mentioned Yoda, and I remembered that um, one time Frank Oz brought uh, I think it was Mrs. Piggy to the set of Empire to cheer up Mark Hamill, and I was just like, I can't. Can you just imagine Luke carrying Mrs. Piggy instead of Yoda on the his back? Or uh, or if it's like, just imagine that, or, yeah. or or Kermit, or even uh, Sam the Eagle. Can you imagine how much funnier that would be? That's the American way. You know, if you have Disney Plus, I watched it today. They have a special section for you know things that include Disney, and one of them was the Muppets episode uh, when uh, Star oh, Wars yeah. and that was when f- Mark Hamill was on. Yep, Mark Hamill, and you know he does the song and dance, uh, and uh, yeah, it's Mark Hamill uh, and Luke Skywalker. So if you watch it, you know there's two separate people, uh, and then C three PO. What's that? We should have watched that instead of this, the holiday <laughs> special. <thing. laughs> Yeah, yeah. ship eating dinosaur. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't know. I thought, oh, hey, it's Boba Fett. I thought, I thought it was cool. Watch it, frog. Yeah. So, uh, Miss Piggy's. Uh, they're doing the uh, pigs in space, and uh, Mark Hamill took over the oh. ship to find Chewie. <laughs> And uh, uh, Miss Piggy uh, comes in through the door and she's like, oh, Luke Skywalker then disappears and comes back dressed as Leia. (laughs) And he's like, "Uh, oh, uh, Leia, you've been away for a while. You put on a couple pounds. She's like, (laughs) she's like, quit it, Luke, or I'll cut you in half. You know? Uh, I love that. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah. It's uh, they said they made spaceballs like Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, Listen. Oh my god. No, I, I'm sorry. I know some people really don't like spaceballs, but that was one of my favorite Mel Brooks oh, movies. That was, yeah. I think, one of the first ones I ever saw. And being a Star Wars fan, I so appreciated everything he was doing. Like, uh-huh. I still find myself. It's funny because my girlfriend doesn't really like it very much, but we love Mel Brooks films. But I love it, and she's like, I don't know what you see in this. It's really, it's very cheese, and I love it. I, yeah. for some reason, I'm always like laughing. And I always thought the best way to leave your job would just suddenly say, you know, how many assholes you got in this place? Anyhow, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> you firing assholes. <laughs> like when your boss so asks you if you found something yet and you go, man, we ain't found shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, and I love Leo, you got to they're oh, combing the oh, desert. Rich, yes. <laughs> yeah. Combing the Are desert. I know it's a stupid gag, but it's hilarious. Oh, it's it, everything works. <laughs> like and they even when ask his foot gets it. flattened. <laughs> You know? they, and they even ask about it too. They're like, "Are we being too literal?" <laughs> no, you idiot. We were told to comb the desert. That's what we're doing. 
Uh, All right, let's get to this because okay. I'm an extra tangential. Leo, take control, please. Uh, okay, sounds good. Uh, okay, so I, uh, th- you actually reminded me I needed to bring up my notes for this. So uh, tonight we're talking about the, uh, the Darth Vader series from 2015. It's written by Kieran Gillian and art by Salvador La Roca. And he's actually, he, he also, uh, you may know him from Invincible. Uh, cover price of this was $4.99. So, as always, channeling my inner Sophia. Picture it. Sicily. <laughs> Sicily, 2015. Barack, uh, Barack Obama was president. The Seahawks gave away the Super Bowl, and Tom Brady hit uh, was hit by Deflategate. Uh, we paid a average ticket price of $8.42 to go see Star Wars The Force Awakens, Jurassic World, Avengers Age of Ultron, and Inside Out. On the boob tube, we watched Orange is the New Black, Mr. Robot, Fargo, Veep, and Better Call Saul. If you're a kid in 19, uh, sorry, uh, 2015 on Saturday morning, cartoons uh, were not a thing. Uh, (laughs) We're sorry you missed out. Uh, But you did get to watch Star Wars Rebels, Gravity Falls, Archer, BoJack Horseman, and Rick and Morty. Gas was at that time an all-time low at $2.43 a gallon. The Pope visited the U.S. and we said hello to Caitlyn Jenner. And the world had its vision checked as we asked, is this dress blue and black or white and gold? So, the original Dark Lord of Sith stars in his first ongoing series. Ever since Darth Vader made his first on-screen appearance, he has become one of the most popular villains to ever haunt an audience's dreams. Now, follow Vader straight from Ending of A New Hope and the pages of the Star Wars comic book into his own series, showing the Empire's war with the Rebel Alliance from the other side. Uh, and as we said, written by Karen Gillian, Uncanny X-Men, Journey into Mystery and Iron Man, and Artist Salvador, uh, Invincible Iron Man, uh, uh, bring us to the peak behind the mask of evil. So what did you guys think of this? I think Rich should go first because he's our resident uh, Sith Lord. I'm on top. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on I wasn't going to say anything. No, seriously. Um, I love, love, love this theory. Um, when Leo first mentioned the uh, Darth, Darth Vader series, we're like, oh, what are we going to do? We're going to do six. We're going to do 12. I was like, nah, let's just do six. But I read 14. Oh, nice. I, I need to send you Vader down because actually after. So I did the same thing. I read like I just read the first six and I'm like, holy shit, is this good? So I read uh, up to 12 and then it's like uh, then it goes into like the crossover. So I found Vader down and I'll send that to you. Uh, okay, and that's I was what... wondering what happened to Doctor. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so uh, uh, sorry, I, didn't, I we'll talk about Doctor in a minute, but uh, Velvet Joker, please continue. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, even uh, I was discussing this with Harley just maybe an hour before the show, and uh, principally, I don't really care for Star Wars comic, and I didn't realize how much I was going to really enjoy that. And she's like, "Well, what was it that you liked about it?" And uh, and I was sort of giving her a synopsis with Doctor. Afra and some of the battle bots, but uh, we'll get more into the discussion of that as we see forward. But she's like, oh, well, were you empathizing with Vader? And I'm like, I always love the villain. The villain's the best part of the story. And he is. He is the best part of the story. He is the story. And the fact that it's right after the Death Star has been destroyed and he's sort of not so in favor with the Emperor right now. And he's got to, you know, he's got to bring his ego in a little bit. It's a very strong. And I pass the mic to you, sir. Right below me, Mr. Drew. Okay, I was about to say, it was like this one above you (laughs) 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 
Okay, okay, hold on. Thank you. Yes, hi, there hello there. Hi, got the mic. Um, I am the same boat as you, Rich. I've never really cared. Like, I've always been a fan of Star Wars. I've never really cared to read the comics. I knew they existed. It's just kind of, it kind of felt, for me, I was disappointed when the new films just kind of disregarded the, the literary universe because writers had spent years building that up and just to have one film franchise say all of that hard work and universe building was for nothing to me kind of really broke my interest and they have had some top-notch talent in the star wars uh universe with with comics so but when leo said hey like we're it's may 4th let's read some star wars i i agree with you and i and i was funny because i was thinking about this that the reason Vader is the same, the reason Vader is so well liked is the same reason that everybody kind of gravitates toward your favorite character, Mr. Velvet Joker, is that a well-developed villain makes this any story better because it's so easy to just be bad guy, bad, stop. But if you give him a personality, if you give him a backstory, if you just give him just, just great characterization, people will end up rooting for the villain sometimes more than the hero and that's what i felt here the entire series had a great cinematic feel like if it was being adapted into a film i feel like someone would like Zack snyder watchman it it would just be like okay this this has literally been spelled out we're just going to do this this panel this panel this panel this panel it just had that great feel and i love again i'm a fan of filling in the details like look at look at all of these fight scenes like he's in java's den like i half wanted him to fall so he could see him just whoop ass with a lightsaber to a rancor like that's what i, I was like oh it's not gonna get that god damn it but <laughs> vader vader was was stupendous i love that the death star got blamed on him and in some way you can kind of understand why and you saw him discover that luke is his son you saw him kind of prepare to fight in case of being um, replaced there were all these little great snippets of star wars lore and i mean I've met uh, Kieran Gillian. He's a great writer and he's such a nice person. I've never met uh, Mr. LaRocca, although I've, I've followed his work for years. But they did a great job. And honestly, I was so impressed with everything. I will say that Dr. Afra is a little bit of a favorite of mine now because she's essentially a female Indiana Jones. Yeah. And being a fan of that, I was just like, yes. And I just so identified with someone who would just be on a, a secret mission with Darth Vader, be like, this is the greatest job of my life. Like, oh, God damn, this is perfect. This is amazing. I'm going to die any second, but I'm having a wonderful time. So, and I'm going to pass the mic to the wild card below, Justin. Whoop. You know, the interesting thing about this book is you, you say to yourself, you're like, what could Darth Vader possibly have to say? You know, but that's the whole thing. It's stoicism turned into, you know, the cinematic book where it's not about what Darth Vader says. It's about how he affects the world and everything else around him. You know, just he walks into a room and it's like, whoa, everybody feels it. And it's just kind of like the way he has this effect. And it looks gorgeous because you have Salvador LaRocca doing the art. And I, I got onto him doing um, Ultimate or Extreme X-Men back in the day. Always loved the guy's stuff. And Kieran Gillen, and he's just kind of weaving this thing where it's not about Vader fighting someone with a lightsaber until it is. When we see it's like, oh, did he just deflect a tank? He can do that? Well, what about the battles that he can't fight? Like, he can't fight the Emperor trying to place him because he accidentally, well, no, he intentionally let Death Star's plans be stolen. 
This is 100% Darth Vader's fault, the reason all of this stuff happened. The only reason he's living is because the Emperor still finds use for, for him, and this is kind of that story picking up there. And how everything is interwoven, I half expected to see Darth Vader filling out paperwork. You know, <laughs> you know, just like getting buried behind a desk or something. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Now he's got a boss that he has to go to. And then he's got this little stool pigeon that's with him every minute trying to, to say what's going on. Then he gets another one and he can't help but respect how good this guy is as like an investigator and a spy. So it's like, oh, man, Darth Vader. It, it's just like an interesting character study to see who it's like the biggest badass in the universe and who does he have to answer to? Normally, no one. But yeah, now he's got a boss and a middle management guy. But um, I, I'm looking forward to our discussion of uh, the doctor there because I think she is absolutely marvelous, along with those uh, those two murder droids, we'll call them. Oh, yeah. um, BT <laughs> yeah, have, oh, and, and uh, Triple Zero. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. <laughs> the dark version of R2-D2 and C-3PO. Yeah, Genius. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're really fun characters. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Like, they were just wonderful. And also, can we just acknowledge that there were some episode one elements in here that, that I wasn't like, oh, <laughs> burn it. It was just like, okay, we're acknowledging a little past here, but it's not like, it's not like, you know, we're not going to see Dar- uh, Jar Jar as a Sith Lord, but, you know, hey, this is pretty good. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I honestly, Leo, what uh, what do you say? I don't know if we heard from you. About uh, this. no, no, no. Uh, so the reason why I recommended this is, uh, you know, I picked up the first. Uh, I picked these up when they first came out, and and I started reading it. Absolutely loved it. Uh, but you know, life got in the way, and I never really finished it. So this series, along with the Star Wars, that you know had like a bazillion different you know special covers, and I think I got like ten of them. Uh, you know, it, it's just phenomenal storytelling. Um, and, and Dr. Afra, you know, I, I, I didn't realize how awesome of a character she was going to turn out to be. And I believe they're bringing her into the series, if I'm not mistaken, or they're doing a show about her. I'm not sure. Uh, she was in the news recently, but yeah, like the callbacks to here, you know, uh, and Drew, I believe you mentioned it, you know, where he, uh, goes to Jabba's palace and he had one more thing to do. And so he just goes and wipes out, you know, some, uh, some sand people again. You know, it's just the, oh, yeah. the artwork, the storytelling, everything hits on every point. And it's the type of book that, you know, and like you guys, I couldn't stop reading, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I started with six and I'm like, holy shit. I spent the entire night. I just read all 12 and then I'm like, oh, crap, it goes into crossovers. I'm going to have to find those. And uh, yeah, just, you know, how Vader is sort of like. Um, you know, kind of like uh, nipped at the heels by the emperor, you know, and, and he has to bide his time and, you know, just he has these under not underlings, but these guys that were promoted above him just like talking down to him, you know, and uh, how he tries to, you know, he has all these spider webs interweaving through everything, you know, like he was trying to get rid of the guy that was uh, looking after him. Uh, and, you know, he made it look like he was a traitor, so he was able to kill him. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. everything has a reason, you know, like they, they go on that mission to, you know, steal that loot and the steal of the loot. It is, was so cool. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, building an army and, you know, they get to the final point and it's like, OK, well, you didn't really need that because uh, the emperor knew everything that was going on anyway. It's just friggin' phenomenal. So, yeah, there's there's my two cents. Interesting character, too. His boss there, I don't know, his name is uh, Treg or something like that. But um the, the guy with the sideburns and you, you look at this character and you can't help but think, wow, this guy's actually pretty smart. 
And Vader gets on him for being all about charts and graphs and stuff like that. But you have to think if maybe this guy was in charge instead of Grand Moff Tarkin, it might have been a very different story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, incredibly yeah. pragmatic and all that. And it's like, wow, he he just kind of gets how the Empire works. And you're like, wow, bureaucracy and middle management and stuff like that. And you're like, huh. And he's making it interesting. Um, and well, just real quick, I uh, before I forget about it, uh, just to jump ahead, if you read Vader down. Uh, sorry, this is going to be a spoiler, but this is such a badass moment. Uh, so, so Vader ends up uh, finding where Luke is, and there's like, as soon as he comes into the planet, there's three squadrons of fighters, and he ends up taking out all of them. And Luke sees that Vader's like wiping the floor with everybody. So he does the mm-hmm. most badass thing. He goes to sacrifice himself and actually flies his ship into Vader's ship. And then they end oh, up wow. crashing. That's why it's called Vader Down is because uh, Vader crash mm-hmm. lands on the planet. Then it's all the armies trying to take him out. And he just decimates everything. It's fucking insane. Uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up before I forgot about it. Cool. Yeah. What were you going to hey, say, Drew? No, no. I, I, I just honestly, this was a great read and I would totally be interested in reading more in my spare time, I thought this is wonderful filling in gaps, you know, and I think that's that's the best thing that I enjoy about good, well-written comics. I've noticed the same kind of thing you see in like things like Hellboy. You know, when you have so much amount of so much time, you can add little stories there from certain points. And it could just be this is a super dope adventure that you don't have. Or this is what this is how I explain why something is a certain way in um in the movies, which is fantastic, you know, especially because George Lucas has nothing to do with it. So, you know, it's pretty, pretty great because, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I honestly, I would give this, uh, if we were rating this, I would give this like four and a half stars. Honestly, it was fantastic. That's how good I enjoyed this. Uh, yeah, we can do the, the ratings now. Uh, okay, so you're four and a half. Uh, Justin, what would you give this out of five? Uh, absolutely four and a half stars. It's it's not perfect by any means, but I mean, the aesthetics on it alone are, you would buy it just for that. Covers are beautiful, characterization, mm-hmm. the even the dialogue is good. Nothing feels, it, it doesn't feel um, like musty or anything like that. Like, oh, 1970s, you know, crazy space dialogue. It doesn't feel like that. Everything feels great. And uh, I, I honestly liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Nice. Uh, Velvet Joker. Um, well, I'm going to give it four and three quarter crowbars. Uh, I love, the, I, I love the whole story. Yeah, it wasn't quite perfect, but it, but it was darn near. There was a lot of great interaction between the movie and the comic, um, locations, Tatooine, Naboo, um, and the interesting, uh, interaction between Dr. Afra and Darth Vader, um, where, you know, Justin had said before where, you know, she's always, it's almost like at her death. You know, she knows that this is a great adventure, um, but at any time, you know, Vader can kill you. And Vader's been known to kill his partner. Um, and there's there's a few points where you think that she's actually going to die. But but he comes to this realization that she is so useful. Um, he has to resist his normal interactions, even though he knows that she could be part of, you know, catching him in the lie with the uh, with their little heist. Um, but she's still so effective that he wants to keep her around. And I don't I'm not saying it's romantic or sexual. There's there's definitely a weird tension between it's it's business you know she's a hired gun and it's probably the same way vader felt 
working with Boba Fett, you know? Uh, either guy is good for the money. So one second he could be Vader's ally, and the next second he could be Vader's enemy. Absolutely. He doesn't even mention mm-hmm. that Boba Fett is behind him in here, too. They clearly show him in Java's palace there. You know, mm-hmm. just chilling in the background like a boss. He's just, oh, I'm Boba Fett. Like, you know me. You know me. Don't fuck with this. Just pass on. And, and we didn't know he had a uh, a Wookiee counterpart, which is crazy. Yeah, um, Black Chris, Chris, Christian or something. Uh, Black Christian. Kristen, or I think there's an R and a Z or something like that in there. <laughs> we uh, just say yes. <laughs> uh, so I am going to go out on a limb here, and I am going to give it five crowbars. Nice. Damn. <laughs> the rare five. Uh, it, it, this here, it, it's it's. I wish you know I I collected all the issues, uh, you know, um, but I I never got a chance to go back and read it and reading this now i i need to finish them you know i need to complete this run along with star wars and uh you know and i said vader down was amazing and then you know knowing they did trying to find this was was a little bit difficult because there's been multiple vader series i didn't realize they did more since 2015 so uh yeah yeah trying to see if they kept up if they were just as good so i'm gonna try to read as much of the the new star wars stuff as i can and you know how they are interweaving you know uh the movies into this uh like when vader finds out he has a son and then he has a flashback to amadalia you know it's just a little bit you know tugs a little bit at your heart there You're like oh yeah he's 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 this killer but you know where was he before you know it's just uh his life was completely different and he still has those memories of of his love you know and uh yeah and i i thoroughly enjoyed the murder bots and i love that <laughs> at one point there and i think it's during vader down and sorry i i keep on bringing this up but there was a complete yin and yang with uh <laughs> c3po and his <laughs> counterpart uh because uh you know, uh, going into the battle, uh, C-3PO says, I have a bad feeling about this. And then the murder bot says, I have a great feeling about this because we're going to end up killing a lot of people, you know, <laughs> and how he describes, you know, uh, killing, you know, how flesh people are so easy to die and stuff. It's just, it's friggin' hilarious. And he's an interrogator. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, it, this is the exact, like, oh, who are the two most banal characters that can't really do anything? Maybe, maybe R2-D2 can like open a, a, a airlock in space or zap you in the butt with some electricity. Yeah. No, here we've got a howitzer flamethrower that's, that's killing people. <laughs> You're like, what? And C-3PO kills people? <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, that's not protocol. Yeah. And it was hilarious when he was uh, interrogating something and he goes to Vader and he says, I have good news and bad Bad news for you. And he says the good news is That's a great guy. Yeah, he told us everything that we need to know. And Vader goes, Good, you can get rid of him. And he goes, Oh, I guess we have two good things then. <laughs> He's already dead. Yeah. Uh yeah, and the artwork, the splash page is just so awesome. Just it, so, it, so pretty. Yeah. And reading this, and I'm sure you guys did the same, is you know, some of the characters just, you know, you you hear you know, uh, the, the movie characters voices in your head as you're reading it. It's just, Oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's me. Okay. It was great. It was. 
Uh, we had so, uh, something else great. Uh, unless, Drew, you had something else to talk about this? No, sir. Let's move it on. Okay. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed what you recommended as well. Uh, why don't you uh, open it up? What, what what did you recommend there, Drew? Well, I recommended a C-3PO one-shot that was written by James Robinson and Tony Harris, two of my favorite creative people. Um, this is the team that created one of my all-time favorite uh, DC superheroes, that would be Jack Knight, a.k.a. Starman. So when I found that this team was doing a Star Wars one-shot, I just had to. I mean, look at that cover alone. That is just gorgeous. Like, I, I, I can't even. But the thing I loved about this is, again, the ability to take a small detail in a character and make it a big deal. Uh, what you essentially have is you have C-3PO and a, and a squadron of droids get separated from the ship that they were going with. They crash land on an alien planet and they have to survive until they're rescued. And it's, of course, a dangerous, in, uh, inhospitable planet full of, of, of evil creatures that apparently hate droids because, you know, why not? And this entire time, they're carrying a prisoner who has information about one of the rebel characters' uh, site of assassination. And you have just this whole thing where this whole back and forth, like, you know, am I going to let you go? Am I going to kill you? It's got, um, yeah, it's just got so, so much going on. But it's it's beautifully paced out. It's wonderfully drawn. Everybody, every character in there has a time to shine. And personally, I could not have been more impressed by it. Again, I don't really read Star Wars comics, but the creative team alone I read. And then the story alone blew me away. So when we were saying, hey, is there anything else we can read? I'm like got it <laughs> read this so uh, that's just my opinion i was in love with this the second i recommended it so i'm so biased so somebody else <laughs> uh, uh, up or down well uh just real okay. quick uh, i can totally agree with you and uh so uh just uh to preface this a little bit so this is essentially the story of how c3po got his red arm uh, which yeah. was in uh, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, Justin or Velvet, who would like to go? Um, well, I'll set it off. Okay. Uh, if mind. Go for it. Um, yeah. So this this was a fun little story. Um, the first three pages, I was like, I, I don't know if I'm gonna really like this, but then <laughs> I, I I did end up liking it. Um, it was it was a fun story. Um, like you said, it was it was it, you know nobody ever said in the Force Awakens how he got that red arm, and it was really interesting the duality um of his talks of c-3po's talks with um i'm sorry i'm forgetting what this bad guy's name is um the yeah, prisoner, the, the, prisoner. Right, the evil droid yeah the evil droid because they talked a lot about their programming and one is programmed to be on one side and one is programmed to be on the other side and um but they both were talking about how they have you know from when their memories have been erased they have imprints and memories of other lifetimes um or, or when they didn't have the, their current memories so I thought that was really interesting, um, almost like hinting at there is a bit of sentient life in them and it is not just droid based. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. And the fact that in the end, the um, bad guy um, or, or prisoner, per se, uh, realized that his life was not worth it and he would rather give his life, you know, for or 3PO. And so he gave 3PO all the information um, regarding the Rebel the rebel forces were going to need and mm -hmm. you know at the same time he sacrificed himself again showing a bit of humanity 
Right. Uh, which, uh, you know, I, I thought that was pretty interesting for a droid story. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Jess? I think you nailed it, man. I, I mean, it's it's an incredibly human story told by automatons, you know, just like from from their perspective of of, oh, well, you know, we don't need to eat. We don't need to breathe, things like that. But there's still a lot of things that they have to worry about while being trapped on this planet. Uh, Robinson does a great job of getting like those emotional sort of tugs. Like he does that really well by kind of like setting things up and knocking them down. And there's definitely those moments in the story where I'm like, oh, you know, it's like that sucks, but it's like it's so good to read. Um, I, I thought it was excellent. I like um, I like the style of art because it's not shiny. You know, where like the cover is like absolutely brilliant, and then it's like, wow, this is going to be great, and this is going to be like this this whole sort of um, you know C3PO adventure. Then you see it and it's dark and it's like, what is this? It looks like a Vertigo comic, you know, or like uh, yeah. something like that. So, I, and I, I think that that's pretty interesting. And I mean, you hit everything right on the head just talking about how human this was. And uh, I, I really like that aspect about this one. Thank you. Yeah. Tony Harris, the artist, he has this great photorealistic style. Like he, he showed it on Starman. He was also one of the artists for uh, Brian K. Vaughn's Ex Machina. Mm-hmm. Which I love. So his, yeah. So his style is fantastic. And he has this really great gritty sense. And I, and I agree with you. Like if it had been just super shiny and whatnot, it would have felt like a Batman and Robin comic. You know, it just would have been like, we're just doing this to sell the toys. You know, and I'm like, I don't, I don't want that. Like I got enough Star Wars figures. Ain't that right, Leo? You can never have enough, right? <laughs> you can never have enough. <laughs> Never have enough. But, you know, it was such a great thing. And for me, the thing that really resonated the most was the ending. 3PO is the only survivor. He's safe. Uh, He has this arm, which is from someone who represents everything he isn't. But he's going to keep it for the time being. You know, he's going to get replaced probably. But it's not just because he is not. Because, you know, 3PO, he's not going to be a one-armed droid. He's never going to stand for that. (laughs) But it's a tribute. It's, It's... it's his way of, of remembering the droids who s- sacrifice themselves so he can make it. And personally, that's the best part of Star Wars. It's the same thing you said at Star Trek. It's the humanity in the stories. It's just because we're on alien worlds dealing with alien civilizations and whatnot doesn't mean we lose our humanity in the process. You know, And even these things like aliens or creatures or even droids can show something that's similar to our understanding of, of humanity. And character growth, which, which is uh, super unexpected. You know, and I, I think that if you ask most people who their favorite Star Wars character is, they probably would not say uh, C-3PO. Mm-hmm. Or R2. Although, let's not forget, and he's R2 been R2 every one of the movies. Every one yeah. of the movies. Every single one. Even the holiday special. <laughs> Speaking of... <laughs> <laughs> See how I'm just segueing these things. Segway? You didn't want to uh, hear my my thoughts? Fine. Oh, fine, all right. Fine. Oh, Skip over me. Oh, I, 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 early segue. <laughs> early segue. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Hey, no, uh, the guy who helped run the show. Uh, uh, what say ye, Leo of the pond? Well, you know, I, I'm just gonna say, you know, basically everything you guys said. You know, uh, it, it's it really. <sighs> It really touches on your emotions, you know, See, and you guys say the humanity of it all. Uh, just real quick, what's on screen here, uh, how he loses his arm. I, th- I, this, this struck me was uh, this octopus shark 
jumps out of the muck and it's just that was just crazy uh but but what really got me at the end um and i'm trying to find it here but basically you know they're going through and they're you know losing all these essentially soldiers but not soldiers but you know all these bots along the way each one sacrificing themselves and they're you know throughout the whole thing talking about you know uh what it means to be on a side why are you on that side and it's those type of questions is why are you good why are you evil well why is evil you know why is it is it really evil is just basically a different point of view but then, you know, at the end, he's saying, you know, I'm not choosing a side. I'm choosing friendship. And then he sacrifices himself for C-3PO. Mm-hmm. I thought that was extremely touching and, uh, you know, just just an amazing book. Um, and I loved it. And I, I'm so glad that you brought it up. And then C-3PO remembering the, uh, the fallen friends uh, at the end. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I would give this a uh, four crowbars. Uh, what about you, Velvet? Four crowbars. I agree. Hey, Drew. I'm giving it a 4.75 crowbars. Oh, nice. And I, yeah, just again, and I've met both of these creators. They could not be more humble, genuinely wonderful people. Um, although I will say this Tony Harris is a bit of a rascal. Um, but they're, they're both, uh, it's just, he's, he, but it honestly, they did a great job and kind of like rogue one, you know, they, they took a small detail and made it something memorable. And that is anything that's, that's what anybody could expect. So I'm going 4.75 crowbars. Justin. Well, uh, since no one has bashed rogue one yet, I'll just, uh, <laughs> cause I didn't like it as much as you guys. Um, I, I love this story. I thought it was great. Uh, four crowbars for, for sure. Um, mm, okay. I wasn't going to actually bash it on star Wars day, so that's fine. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I like this story a lot. I was really glad that you, uh, you kind of, uh, turned us on to this one. Uh, love those guys. Love X Mach. And um, yeah, I look forward to reading more from them. Oh, totally. Check it out. Well, you, you know, you say you can't bash on Star Wars Day. One thing you certainly can bash on Star Wars Day, the, the holiday oh, special. I got, I, I got, I got one. You do, I you got do. One. I got, he I have one thing. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I have one thing that I would love to bash, and I, I need to say it. Go for it. Okay. I do not understand why everybody loves porgs. I don't get it. I know what they're trying to do. It's trying to be the new Ewoks, okay? They are weird looking. They are annoying, okay? They are not cute, and I guarantee that they probably don't taste as well as Chewie made them look, okay? I just don't know. Grogu from Mandalorian is 10 times cuter and more helpful than a bunch of, I don't even know what they are. Are they penguins? Are they ocelots? So, what are they? So uh, from what I understand, the reason why they came up with them, because the filming location had all these uh, creatures, uh, the birds, and they, I guess, couldn't CGI them out or something like that. That's why they, right. they added them to the story. You know, I knew someone who once who had like this idea to create like a porg bra. She wanted like a porg bra, like the faces on the bra. And she wanted to make it like if somebody actually like touched them in like a bad way that they would kind of like somehow scream and i was like that's just horrifying like why like it's it's, furbies yeah yeah i was just like why would it was just one of those like no this idea belongs in the trash compactor where all bad star wars ideas goes okay just dump it and hope it doesn't grow to eat somebody you know (laughs) so i i'm sorry i just i i know it's star wars day everything matters and stuff but holy god (laughs) 
I'm glad that that did not become a bigger thing because I don't get it. I don't know. Is there anything in Star Wars that you guys think is just overrated or just blows your mind that people are like, that's so great. And you're like, is it? Forrest Whitaker really? in Rogue One, where he sounds like an asthmatic and does basically nothing in that film. And it was the worst time I've ever seen him on screen. Absolutely. But his character is coming back, though. Well, he was he was in Clone Wars, wasn't he? Well, uh, like uh, the movie. Uh, I just no. thought it was such no. a, a just a dreadful performance. He's like, <gasps> we're going to find you, Jin Erso. <gasps> I'm like, oh, come on, man. So and I said I wouldn't bash it, but I'm going to. So. Well, uh, no, I was just going to say he's in uh, Bad Batch if you haven't watched the first episode yet. No, I, I started it before we started. I'll have okay. to finish afterwards. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Velvet Joker? What What is something that you find overrated in Star Wars that people love? I love it all. It's fun stuff. I mean, listen, this is, this is geek nerddom. What's not to love? Oh, my God. You're, no, I'm I sorry. Love, what, you're... We about, what, murderous bots tonight? What's funner than that? All right, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's that's right, insane. I, I, I mean, who would, I would have never thought I'm reading a Star Wars comic and, and, and the, the murderous version. And, and they're, they, they, they're not just programmed to murder. They enjoy the torture and murder and kill yeah. for, like, for losing a chess game. He was, like, bragging about it. <laughs> I think he cheated. I, yeah, and if, if he didn't get called back by Afra, he was absolutely going to kill the guy he played chess with. Okay, Grandpa, calm down. I get it. <laughs> Every, everything matters. Star Wars is great. Okay, calm down. You should have seen your face. You just like green goblin your face. You were just like, what? How? Like I was like, I was like, what? I was like, what does he hate so much that he's contorting his face? And you're like, everything is great. I'm like, oh wow, this is a big turn. I did not expect. Like, okay, so Rich, everything is great, even the dumb things. Got it. Leo, anything for you? Uh, I mean, the only thing I tried to get into it, but it's so many friggin' episodes. Uh, and I know I need to watch it, but I, I just, I, I'm not finding a connection with the the Clone Wars and Rebels cartoons. You know, I know so many people love them, okay. and and they're they're integral to the storylines that are coming up in Mandalorian. Uh, and I'm sure mm-hmm. some other shows that are coming up. But uh, yeah, uh, I I need to find the energy to watch them. Uh, but yeah, there's so many episodes. Okay. And uh, yeah, I, I, they just didn't connect with me when I tried watching them. I think mm-hmm. I w- watched like uh, five or ten episodes between the two of them. You gave it a good try. Yeah. And I'll give it a try again. Just uh, not anytime soon. <laughs> Would so you rather go so- back and watch episode one? Yeah. Uh, I actually put it on for a little bit today. It's got some very watchable parts to it, and the music is really good. It's John Williams. Yeah. That man could make a bowel movement epic. Okay? <laughs> Probably does. Like, okay. I'm just going to say, imagine just sitting down, you got Duel of Fates going on. You know? Just... Just, I'm telling you, it's gonna get stuck in your head. You're gonna, I guarantee. When we're done, you're gonna, it's gonna pop in there. Like, God damn it, Drew Malo, you <laughs> son of a bitch. I'm like, hey. Um, if, but if, this, yeah. If you're watching live I, stream, uh, I just brought this up for a second because you said bowel movements. It looks like Han's having a, a bowel. Oh movement yeah, there. Hey, yeah. yeah. Okay, he's got, like, jaw thing going on. I don't know if he's goofy. Yeah. On there. Okay, so I think the best way to start this off was this was weird. Oh yeah, like. <laughs> Let's just let's just acknowledge the fact that every year new fans discover that this is a thing. So despite George Lucas's attempt to, and I quote, "If I could, I would f- take a sledgehammer and destroy all copies of this thing." <laughs> um, 
he did say that in interviews and, and and nobody talks about this in interviews ever the only person who ever did was carrie fisher yeah. everybody else has dodged it or even george lucas has walked out of interviews when people ask about the holiday that's how much that this is not liked and i've seen only snippets in my life and what I've seen defies any logic or reason <laughs> or smelling or cinematography. And I just, weird. Because just, of the following special program, oh, Wonder Woman um, and the Incredible Hulk will not be presented oh, this hold evening. On, sorry, I'm trying to mute this. Aw, I was oh. looking forward to that new episode of Incredible oh, Seriously! Come on, where's me? Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah, this is... Uh... Oh yeah, you knew it was a special then. Yeah. Nice. So oh, so no. this is supposed to be the clearest copy of this uh holiday special that you can find. Oh, uh, look at so, that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're Mystery Science Theater 3000 in this right now. Oh, hey, look, it's space. Look at that soft it's angle like... lens there, <laughs> soft filter. Oh yeah, it, it, how many scenes can they pull from the actual movie, you know? <laughs> oh shit. Oh man, we got to get to that award show. Will Ferrell's like, I just like to point out that mine's not movie <laughs> film quality, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you know, we're probably not going to get pulled for this anyway because it's, uh, yeah, you, they're not no sound. this. Yeah. Well, I mean, we it's can, okay, bro. We can, we can, we can play sound. This is so- like this. Wookie's family. No one needed yeah. to see this. No one needed to see Chewie's family. Nobody. I thought needed they were Wookie all killed family. and enslaved. Yeah. They should have been. Not for Christmas. Wow. This is something. Yeah, it is. It's like, oh my god! It looks it, like the abominable snowman has like arthritis. <laughs> and the, the Great thing Doctor is, Who graphics too. Huh? No. Oh my god! What is oh god! Wow! Come on, choreograph this. Yeah. Wow! I may have to spike, spark up some more lightsabers. Yeah. Is that hey, look, green? It's Cirque. <laughs> it's Cirque Soleil in space. <laughs> Zoobly Zoo. <laughs> Leo, just stop, stop. I can't watch anymore. <laughs> it's like Mother Agra from Dark Crystal. Yeah. See, how long how long did we last? Uh, I think we got like a minute before Rich was like, I can't. No. <laughs> I want no more. To, I want Please stop. My eyes are bleeding. <laughs> Um, oh, okay. I, the the yeah. What is that? Dion Warwick or something? Or I think so. Is that Millie Vanilli? This like, is, keep in mind, this is what? Uh, yeah, nineteen seventy eight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what? yeah. Art Carney. Like, like, hey, like, Chewy. Hi. <laughs> oh my God! It's Grandpa Solo. Yeah. Oh my God! It's like Whitney Houston in Star Wars right now. Like it just. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I bet. I bet that's a British actor. Most likely. <laughs> Wow, Art Carney, that's a deep cut, man. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't mean to derail. I, I I'm just trying to find the uh no. the, the cartoon we watched. So it's... so the reason why you brought it up, the um Oh the... look at Bill and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> uh the the faithful Wookiee. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh wow, and Sting's there. <laughs> oh wow, what is that? Oh, is that Sting or is, was this Jeff? It was no, probably yeah, Jefferson. Yeah, it was probably Jefferson Starship. Be, that better be a lightsaber handle, man, because that is not a very attractive <laughs> oh. looking mic. Maybe it was Peter Gabriel. I don't know. 
<laughs> like isn't, isn't that like Def Jefferson Starship singing? Like I, I think yeah. I recall bow, something like that. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah could, like, that'd be Alan Parson, wouldn't it? No they, prog rock geeks, geeks in the house. Okay, <laughs> Alan Parson project. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay. Yeah, and then th- there's there's this. Yeah, you know, with the weird animation that's both cartoony and yet oddly realistic. This is like, like heavy metal. If you've seen heavy metal, yeah, totally is. <laughs> And Luke's and, eyes, it looks like, I don't know what's going on with his eyes. Yeah. Yeah, just look at this. Like, hey, guys, we're doing good. What's that? Oh, no, Han's just, uh, I drove Han up the wall again. Guys. I don't know. <laughs> no one gets in to see the wizard. No, no way, no how. <laughs> like, look, 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 look at that. I was like, oh, my God, is Sonic the Hedgehog going to make a cameo? <laughs> Dr. Robotnik over there. Like, oh, my God, look at that hairpiece. Yeah. And he just and he plops right into the, the goop there. Yep. Also on top of it. He's doing like he is not a Y-wing pilot. No, Luke Skywalker does an X-wing, but here we in. Uh, apparently, we uh, I could fly one ship. I could fly it at all. It's the same thing I used to. Ha- I used to hit wampa rats back out at home. You know. Uh, Thanks a lot, Psycho. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, like this. This is just begging, and I'm sure Mystery Science probably was like, "Can we? Can we rip this?" Like, look at this. You got Boba Fett riding a sea dinosaur. It's like him. He's, he's, he tamed Lockett. With hammerhead eyes, too, that go uh, on the side of its body. For, for what purpose if it's eating metal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And on top of it, like, Luke, like, look at this. You got this big old dinosaur in the middle of goop. You know? oh, abusive. Yeah. And how, <laughs> yeah, exactly. How do you tame it? How do you, you know. Now, is this the creature that uh, was referenced in Mandalorian? I don't know, man. Okay. Eat metal and shit. I, I, don't, I don't know. I know I remember that. I know that weapon was brought up in Mandalorian. Uh, yep. Mando had that gun. And then when yeah. when the guy saw that gun, he made reference to the creature. And I could have sworn that was the 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 creature in a holiday special. I would not put that past Dave Filoni. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But look at that. Just all right, guys, we're gonna follow the dinosaur now. And our new friend, you know, we can't tell if he's a good guy or bad guy, but he has he's helping us. He's gotta be good, right? Oh yeah, he's, he's totally like, trustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. He he. He keeps on calling us friend. Yeah, he does. He really... He overuses that yeah. to uh, make you uncomfortable. Yeah. And then there's this, like Violet Beauregard and her evil friend, <laughs> you know, giant purple uh, blueberry, like a plume, two heads. This and actually reminds this. me of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe cartoon, if you've ever seen that back in the day. Oh my, wow, you just threw that back. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah, probably is, made Boba the same year. MasterCard? I feel like Boba was just using MasterCard. I, I, right I think there. so. Like, yeah, I, so I wanted to... Okay, so hold on. So... They have this on sale. The the uh, the toxin, right? The, it's not the toxin. It's the, the, the antidote. It's, yeah, the antidote for this uh, mythical uh, disease, right? It was Sleeping from mm-hmm. from the medallion. So if it's like a mythical disease or something, why do they have it and why is it on sale? You know? Do you enjoy that? That's their version of like CVS or Walgreens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just advertising in the window, like. Come on, get, you got that mythological disease that's running around. Come on in. We got it on sale. Two for one deal. You think Walmart would have been two on the nose? <laughs> yeah, and he used maybe a credit a Cal- card. Maybe Caldor. Oh, Caldor, Caldor. yeah. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Great New England reference. <laughs> I, I, I got to be honest with you. I'm just, I, I, what the hell? 
It's like a munchie chip. Yeah, he does. No more, no more Wookie porn. Okay, come on, man. <laughs> Watching it, a cartoon. It, it, it looks to me like like the uh, Sid and Marty Croft uh, sort of uh, graphics and all that with like uh, Land of the Lost and all. Yeah. Oh, look, look at these. Leo, Leo, we were just watching a cartoon. What the hell, man? Oh no, no, no! That that was the actual show that stopped right there because they had to get. Oh, to I know. I'm commercials. Just, yeah. No, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying, like this is like when you're watching cartoons and then <laughs> real news drops. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, you're watching turtles, and, and then suddenly, oh, this just in. Uh, Lifelong murder. Well, scientific medicine helps relieve most colds caused by every known virus. Every known virus. It's contact. contact. I'm Marlene Sanders, CBS News, New York. More news oh. later. All right. They stopped making that stuff in 2020 or what? What's coming on? Monday from the creators of Donnie and Marie, it's like grease on wheels. Get ready for a rock around the clock with Bobby Vinton's rock and roll. Was that the Laverne and Shirley? It was. Stucker Channing, Ebart, Gordon and Fabian. All Monday at 8, 7 Central and Mountain. Gordon and Fabian, wow. This is CBS. Leo, I'm not drunk enough for this. Yeah, we're taking yeah, a weird twist here, Leo. Yeah, I know. I, I'm, yeah. I'm trying. This, okay, this here's... getting really meta for us. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Luke belongs in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that face. He <laughs> uh... <laughs> kind of sounded like Harrison. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, it, it was a bad. Well, I, I Guys, thought, listen, I'm just doing this till I get my voice acting goes off. Then I'm going to become the Joker. <laughs> oh, my. My thoughts are showing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Pretentious I, talk. I could have sworn they had the actual actors for they, voices. Yeah. yeah. They did. I think yeah. they did. Oh, really? I think so. It definitely sounded like them. The only one Luke's that didn't. Sure. The only- oh. <laughs> he realizes, I bet on the wrong horse. We'll meet again, friend. And then Boba <laughs> Fett just does what he does. He just jetpacks away. You see wow. Santa Claus's face in the, in the smoke there? Oh my god, yo! Totally. No, what? <laughs> this the the jetpack uh, seemed to leave like Santa Claus's face or something. Okay, I need to see this. And for those of you listening, uh, you got to go back and watch the uh, the video version. Ho ho ho! There oh it is. yeah, right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. And I didn't even notice that. And then I was like, wow. And then I like how Chewie was like, yeah, I just he didn't smell good. That's how I knew he was a bad guy. <laughs> and I'm like, so you're telling me we put on deodorant and we can avoid detection by Wookies? May the force be with you and also with you, Facebook yeah, yeah. user. Uh, another Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so from. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, Drew. No, 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 no. Just years of Catholicism. <laughs> it's it really every every year on the on May the fourth. Because anytime it's like May the fourth be with you, I'm like and also with you. I'm like God. <laughs> so, so from the cartoon we learned, uh, you know, that's where Boba Fett uh, had his missile. Um, oh do you want me to go back? Thank you. Put it back. No, don't go back. <laughs> Good. We're good. You don't, don't please, Leo, for the love of God, please. I want us to conclude this episode in a logical time frame. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. If you do, me and Justin are just going to keep ripping on it, and Rich is just going to sit back and enjoy and say, this is better than HBO Max right now. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it, it's. Uh, I totally lost track of what I was gonna say there. Uh, oh, uh, so so I mean, so this was the first introduction of Boba Fett. This was before Empire Strikes Back, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, so I mean, there there's the missile which wasn't shown in the show, but it was shown in uh, or the movie, but it was shown in Mandalorian, and it was also the toy. 
Um, what else did we we get out of it? I mean, his color changed a little bit. Same weapon as in Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, oh, he's working with Peter. So, so this was one thing I picked up watching it on Disney Plus when the colors were better. Uh, so his color was blue throughout the show, but when he was on screen with Darth Vader, his color was green. And obviously, we know green is his actual color in the show, in the movie, not in the yep. show. Well, show now too, Mandalorian. He still Spoiler. looks cool. Yeah, he does. Like no matter where you slice it, it's like that helmet is awesome yeah i mean like the closest thing i can think is like magneto's helmet is kind of like that with like the openings and all that but i mean really there's nobody else that looks as cool as boba fett yeah with the exception of the mandalorian though and uh the the rumor mill uh when i think this came out and and when we saw boba fett in in the movies was his armor came from uh, the Clone Wars, and obviously they they tied yeah. those pieces together. Um, yeah, his father. Yeah. Well, no, 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 not his father. It was like a remnant from the Clone Wars. Um, oh, we okay. we know now that it's from his father. Uh, but before prequels came out, that was the uh, the rumor. I will say this though, gentlemen, and I cannot wait for the spinoffs that are coming out of Mandalorian because. Yeah. The Boba series, I feel, is going to be great. Um, Rosario Dawson as Ashoka, she... She's going to kill it, Yeah, she's going to nail it. And then even... Even the one that I was like, eh, okay, maybe, but I'm just, I'm, I don't know where they're going to be able to take Mandalorian, but I feel like whatever they're going to do, as long as Favreau and Dave Filoni are on it, we're good. Like they, they, they proved themselves, you know, unless they get, you know, trilogy sickness where, you know, the first two are good. <laughs> and then the third one just bombs Spider-Man three. But now it's ready for Mandalorian. It could be Grogu free or Grogu light. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to be Grogu light for a while. Guys, I just came up with this great idea. All right, here's the elevator pitch. Ewok, cannibal, holocaust. What do you think? <laughs> you can get back to me on it. It's all right. Can we make it get Ewok zombie out. holocaust? Z- zombies? Yeah, that's cool. Ewok too. zombie holocaust, yeah. All right, but it's a Christmas story. Oh, nice. Really, it's about family. One quarter yeah, mile at a time, well, starring Vin Diesel. You, you, you <laughs> got to have a trooper leg to throw on a fire, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm pressing the emergency button. Get out. <laughs> okay, Rich, you can stay. Justin, get out. I take your fuzzy cannibal bears with you. Can you Finn sick. be the hero of the story? Oh man, yum 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 yum. All right, fine. We'll deal with Jawas. What do you want? <laughs> Oh man! Well, he called me on my bluff. That's fantastic. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, okay, so Leo, you were saying? Yeah. Uh, no, I know we need to wrap things up. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it's. I don't know what I was saying. What the hell was you I? You said broadcast long, long ago. A far, po- far away. Far, far away. What was I saying, Justin? You were talking about Grogu and how we're probably not going to see as much Grogu in the oh, next yeah. Uh, season. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think we're going to see him till maybe like the end. So it's going to be continuing the uh, uh, the Mando saga. Uh, and you didn't mention Obi Wan. We're getting that series as well. Yeah, that's right. That's a limited series too. So it's going to be like the last season of Game of Thrones. So they're going to do it all in like eight episodes. Yeah. Hopefully, well. Great. Yeah. I'm sorry. My brain is already playing off John Williams style. I'm sorry. I'm good. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It, so, it, it, it's either that or I'm just going to start Bill Murraying Star Wars in it. You know, 
Star Wars, beautiful Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars, that's what they are. Nope, nope, do not put this on me. I am not doing this. It was not in my contract. Uh, Hey, you did bring it up before the show. Don't do that. Uh, so, so we we hope had his holiday special. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we hope everybody enjoyed uh, this episode celebrating uh, May Fourth, and you know, there's just so much love for Star Wars that it can't be contained into one show. Uh, so, join us tomorrow. We're going to be doing a Dorkening show on uh, May the fifth. Uh, celebrating Star Wars as well. And you guys are always welcome to join that as well if you'd like to. Uh, and uh, so I know we need to give crowbars for this uh, cartoon uh, for the... <laughs> <laughs> do we uh, are you sure no 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 because it's all gonna be like uh, can we give him back <laughs> uh, yeah yeah uh, okay i mean well, let's 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 try someone space else go balls. before me please Spaceballs uh, was great five crowbars yeah there you go thank I you agree. perfect our, our yeah. commenter on the bottom thank you Spaceballs was great you know, the one good thing we Thank did you. get out of this cartoon was it did give us Boba Fett. So that's right. that's the only redeeming factor. All right. So I'll give, it, everything else. I'll, I'll give it one and a half crowbars, Leah. One and a half crowbars. <laughs> one and a half crowbars. Generous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Justin. Two, uh, two, two crowbars. Two crowbars. I, I'm not going two. I'll, I'll do one and a half. I mean, <laughs> it's like <laughs> it, it looks cool in some parts, but I mean, someone's got to answer for the, uh, the Han Solo face that's like almost melting off. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Okay, I have a bad feeling about this. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right, Chewie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it did have a. It had a very seventies feel, you know. And it, it's, uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it to. I, 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 I enjoyed it a little bit. <coughs> Pardon me. Obviously, that's the truth. Kind trying to come yeah. out of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even say the words. (laughs) He literally choked on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You're welcome, David. You're welcome, David. Thanks for the laughs. I I know we need to wrap things up. Uh, You know, I had no idea people were still watching because no one has commented. I was like, did we scare them away? Yeah. Uh, No. there were so many pork supporters. <laughs> there, there's still, you know, uh, a handful of people watching, and we we thank you all for watching. You did miss. Uh, we we did uh, go over uh, some of the holiday special, and if you look online, oh. you can find. This is supposedly the clearest version you'll be able to find. Uh, oh my god, this is a, such a trigger for me right now because I want to call it out. Be so Arthur. Much. Be Arthur. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. She's in it. She sings a song. She only did it because her son is a fan. It's amazing. And a cosplayer I know who cosplays Be Arthur, like she did the song, and she is amazing. And Tom Cat, you're the best. Um, but yeah, she Who's only did it. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Wiz. I can't forget that too. <laughs> Leo, please. What? We got to sign off because okay. I'm so. <laughs> rip Look it. And she's going. in the history of the world. Did you bullshit today? <laughs> Uh, this thing is two hours long. What the hell? It's good to be the we king. Don't, we don't have the attention span or our audience <laughs> to do this. So please, oh God, it's I so bad. Let's put a bow on it and wrap this. Yeah, sounds up. good. Uh, He's torturing us like triple zero. <laughs> <laughs> 
Good night. Good night. Time to say good night. End it now. I swear to God. Uh, okay. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Uh, you know, you can find the links for everybody in the show notes. And uh, yeah, uh, Justin, where do you like people interacting with you on social media? Uh, you can check me out at the Fantastic Podcast on Facebook. It's uh, my podcast, the Fantastic Podcast, about fan experiences, including Star Wars and uh, Epic Tales from the Sewers podcast, a podcast all about Ninja Turtles. Very cool, uh, Drew. Oh right, um, yeah, you can find me on Facebook. It's Drew Malo. On Instagram, Ghostbusterman 1984, and I write for Screen Rant, so you can look me up, Screen Rant Romalo, and may the fourth be with you, always. Alpha Joker. On Facebook, I'm Rich Davis for many years in the cosplay community. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook as ET Joker or Velvet Joker 2021 on Instagram if you'd like. Uh, and you can find all those links in the show notes. I want to thank everybody for watching me. Just Google Leo Pond. You'll find a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not. I'm not going to say which is which. Uh, but, you know, I run a little thing called the Dorkening Podcast Network. A lot of awesome people doing a lot of awesome stuff. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, we're just a small, cool community. So come check out everything these guys guys are doing uh over 30 shows on a network a lot of awesome stuff uh and for me i'm doing you know four shows a week so we do uh creator studio on mondays splash pages uh and also i'm still producing chris's show uh these tackler spider-man and then uh wednesday we do the, the dorkening and still took him with so so much stuff your your wife is must be the most patient woman oh in she, the world. she is You're doing so much oh she and yeah yeah just yeah and, and she even gives me time on the weekends because you know i have to schedule all the shows that you know most of the shows on the network also show on hellfire radio so i mm-hmm. need to schedule all those so a lot of stuff going on awesome stuff we'll catch you guys later bye peace out peace out stream right, is guys. closed thank you all have Do a good night like, good show what we're gonna read next time or happy fourth happy yeah fourth. um leo we dropped